0: the following is a production by cutting to the chase podcast You're wrapping the St. Bonnie's and I'm in VCU territory. So I need VCU to win tonight.
1: (laughs) Well, here's hoping they don't. (laughs) The Bonnie's have been on a run. So
0: yeah, they have, they have. Yeah. It's weird because usually these tournaments, I mean, they don't usually have a week off, but with the whole setup this year, it's weird. So it'll be a good game. I, uh, I'm ready for March Madness. Do you watch it much? Do you get into it? I
1: do. I I haven't been as into it in like the past few years, but I always make the bracket. Yeah. I used to make like yeah. really stupid ones, like a mascot Ross, like a mascot one, and like all these other ones just for fun when I was bored. But I try to watch if if Bonaventure's in. I'll absolutely
0: be watching though. That just goes without saying. Yeah, I, I'm psyched. I uh, the last few years I've been taking off the first few days of work, so I'm doing that again this year. I'm off Thursday, Friday. I'm ready to just watch some ball and just get away from work for a little bit. I love it. Well, <laughs> last year we were so deprived. I mean, last year I was ready to do that, and then of the course everything got wiped out. You know, so we we're I'm deprived of the tournament, so I'm ready for it to come back. I just hope it all works out. UVA is already got canceled last night because of COVID. So hopefully it all works out and everything, but we'll see what happens. So Dead Kate, bounce. Kate, Caitlin, what's up? Welcome to the pod. <laughs>
1: Thanks.
0: So you've you've uh you've been doing podcasts before. So you're not you're not new exactly. You you know what you're doing.
1: I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing them, but it's just like trying to figure it out along the way and it's getting I think it's getting slowly better, but I I'm definitely not there yet. <laughs> well,
0: I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I've done like 50 of these things. I mean, I figured it out to the point that I know how to go ahead and do it, but I'm not like an expert by any means. But do you ever, so you've you've just been like a guest on pods though, right? Like you don't have one, right?
1: I don't. I wanted to launch one. Life kind of got in the way. I've been busy. So I, I, I want to. So that's in the works Um, on the low a little bit. So stay tuned. Something's gonna happen there, so I'm not sure in what capacity. But
0: if you were gonna do a pod, what would it be on? Like cocktails?
1: Um, no, honestly, I mean, I I enjoy that, but I feel like you could talk about it all day. But I am not that savvy. Um, probably I have an account for one on Twitter. It's the Chicks of Thin Twit podcast, and essentially would just be, um, at least at the start highlighting women in finance and just kind of chatting with them but then also bringing in other people from the industry and just interviewing them so nothing super crazy scripted or anything just highlighting some different faces um and i think it would be fun i love talking to people i've i've been doing a lot of that anyways and i could turn it into a podcast i mean why not
0: yeah exactly that's what i've been doing i mean i just was like i want to talk to people in sports and then it kind of delved into people on Twitter and just getting people's stories and stuff. It's been cool. So it's just like, you know, obviously you've seen it. It's been a somewhat reoccurring regular trend. And now I'm just like, now I'm just like, I've got a bunch of people to to talk to and get on. And it's just making time, trying to find the time. But we can talk cocktails because like, that's like part of your brand. It's not your, like everything that you do. But obviously you got the Instagram. You've always been in the cocktails, right? Like making fancy drinks and stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I never used to be that picky in college. I always like to mix things for fun. I didn't really know what I was doing, but everyone picked up hobbies in COVID. Some of them were healthy, you know, oh. exercising, mine was yeah. making cocktails <laughs> 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 to <laughs> each their yeah. own. It could be worse. Um, but yeah. I, I have, I mean, I have a roommate as well, so I'm not just like drinking these alone. It's so, sort of fun to like test things together and have gotten more into it. So we have a very nice, fully stocked bar, um, and we're near a really big liquor store in Chicago, like a chain one. It's called Binnie's. Um, So that sort of fueled it, too. It's like our favorite place to go. And there's so many different things to try. And I'm getting so many recommendations from my Twitter now that it's like I have a list of so many different things and I just want to keep going with it. And then, of course, I'm like experimenting on my own, too, because there's just so many different things that you can mix together and.
0: You know, see how it comes out yeah i'm familiar with benny's beverage depot just from watching all the cubs games and they'd be like the leadoff hitter is sponsored by benny's beverage depot you know anyway so i I've, i even though i've never been there i know about it just from watching the cubs games and stuff even just being in virginia but yeah your instagram is awesome you're you're a great twitter follow like we i don't know i think i randomly followed you because i was so i knew we you know jeremy monocle man and i don't know i think i don't even know how me and him started following i think it was just through baseball cubs whatever and i have a bunch of chicago follows and then somehow i just remember like me and him the malora thing because he sent me a bottle a couple years ago now i made a did you see the video that i i put up about that yeah that's right (laughs) that's what it was that's what it was it was that video because i'll reference that and then uh from there we were following i guess but yeah you're a fun follow
1: thanks no, I love meeting people from there. That's been, I've made so many of my like closest friends from Twitter, as weird as that sounds. So you'll have to get out I to know. Chicago. You have to see a Cubs game in yeah. the stadium. That's such a nice stadium. Oh
0: yeah. it's I've only been there once. It was 2001. I've, I've seen them on the road. So I've been to Chicago twice in my life. The last time was 06. My dad's from Chicago. So that's kind of where the Chicago connection okay. comes in. But, um, so I've only been in the city twice, but, uh, like half more than half most of my twitter is probably chicago and uh yeah every time i talk to someone they're like come out here you got to come out here so i need to get out there and i'm definitely down to do that and there'd be so many people i feel like if i go to chicago i feel like i'll have to see everybody that i i've never met anyone off twitter outside of people that i already knew or or whatever that are local but I feel like I have like close friends on Twitter because we all go to this website every day <laughs> to like re- as someone so eloquently put it recently it was like we all go to this website to yell at each other or yell at this randomness. Yeah, it's it's awesome just talking with people and yeah, I feel like I know everybody because I talk with people on Twitter more often than sometimes like people that I know every day, you know.
1: Yeah, no, so do I. And I think it seems weird to people on the outside that you're just meeting people. You're like, oh, yeah, I meet like me, I'm like meeting grown men on the Internet, and they're my friends now. Like, right. It just you're doesn't good. sound right. I mean, that's right. just kind of the audience and the group, but they're all such good people. I've met so many of them in person. I remember when I moved to Chicago, my mom was like, I'm sorry, where are you going? Like I had a – they set up a happy hour, and it was like me and like 25 white – 30 to 55 year old men. And my mom was like, "Uh, can you text me when you get home and keep me updated? Cause that just doesn't sound right. But they're all such good people. Most of the people that I've like talked to a lot online and met in person, I've loved them. So it's, yeah. it's like you'd expect it to be a little bit more hit or miss, but honestly it's been really good on my end. At least I know maybe other people had different experiences, but I've met a lot of people from it and it's really fun. So if you came to Chicago, it'd be a huge party.
0: Oh, I know. I really need to. I was there's a couple people just thinking about it. I did a pod or I was on someone's pod recently, type sort of recently. And he was like, you got to come out here. You got to come to Chicago. I'm like, yeah, I know. So I, I feel like, like, I, again, it's like I've had people on my podcast or, you know, talking with people and it's just like, I feel like I know them. I feel like I'm like their best friend. And then it's like outside of their little picture on Twitter, I've never really seen them outside of their tweets and their, their little picture. But anyway, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I really like. I was inspired by your like live Instagramming with the dead with the cocktails because I don't know. I want to do something like that. I've never gone live on Instagram, but I don't know. I need to do something like that at some point. But I don't have anything to do that with. You have that whole brand, so that's cool. I like what you're doing with that.
1: Thanks. It's the Instagram live thing is hit or miss. I. It's obviously really awkward. The one thing I don't like is that people. It's not like a clubhouse, and the fact that other people, if you invite them up, well. I could bring other people on the live, but other than that, you can't really get feedback and there's no, like you get people messaging, but you can't hear anyone else. So I laugh at myself and my jokes more than like anyone else probably does. But I I'll, like, I'll say something. I just start laughing and I'm like, I have no feedback on this. Is this good? <laughs> I don't know. And Like, I just feel like I'm talking to myself. Like I've made my roommate get on yeah. them with me. We try to have fun with it. You need to have like a drink or two before, honestly, Oh it's yeah. just very awkward. Yep. I did it once not having anything before, I was like, that was horrible. I remember that. This was so bad. <laughs> I haven't done it a ton, but it's it's like yeah. an experiment at this point.
0: But you know, it's I know what you mean though, because it can feel awkward, but you don't come off as awkward or you just kinda go with the flow. So okay, good. you know, even if you even if it feels like it's awkward, you don't come off as as such. So but yeah, I know what you mean. I would have to be drunk before I went on there too. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's a balance because I definitely I would say yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> my roommate and I—I
0: I missed that. Yeah, one. no,
1: that's a good thing. I'm glad you missed that one. There was um, a lot of beers involved. I got home, like we went to like the brewery near my apartment and um, had a lot of beers before the Super Bowl. Came back and <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go on Instagram Live. That sounds like a great idea." I was definitely not in a state to be doing that at all. There was like music blasting. My sister was on, and she messaged me and was like. No one can hear anything you're saying. There's music blaring. And I, I'm like, that is a godsend because I should not have been live on Instagram. <laughs> I think there was only like four people on, but that's the only time it's been like messy at all, I guess. I need like a quality control person to stop me at that point or just start doing it for myself. But it's it's fun for the most part.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it looks fun. And I was going to do it on Super Bowl Sunday too, but then I was at my friends. I went up north towards like the DC area and uh, we just didn't. We just, I just didn't do it. But actually, I wasn't drinking at that point yet. So that's like, again, I have to be drinking to do something like that. But even though I'm so used to doing these podcasts now, but I guess being live is a whole other animal. And it's just like, I could do that if I'm not really thinking about it. I'm talking with someone or something, but not just me. What was your, you said in college you weren't really picky. I wasn't either, but what was your, uh, typical like beer or drink of choice
1: um i mean there was a lot of beer but i think if you're like at the bar and at night for there i went to a really well bonaventure a really small school so there's yeah. only two there's three bars now but there was only two at the time for most of when i was there and they don't have many options like at night because it's just dozens of people crowded around the bar so they have like the super basic things, rum and coke um all that all that stuff vodka soda but i got i probably just did vodka soda or like vodka cran or something I didn't really go too crazy um at that point but there weren't there weren't many options either I feel like when you're in college too you're just gonna take what you can get and not be as picky so that was the vibe then
0: so you were what was it you were a d1 soccer player right briefly or you're going to be
1: (laughs) yeah I so grew up I was I was my siblings and I were all big athletes. I did like alpine skiing, track and field, basketball, a ton of soccer. That was my big sport. Um, Among other things, like I tried swimming. I tried gymnastics when I was really little, just everything. We're super active. Um, And soccer was kind of like our sport for all three of us, my brother, sister, and I. Um, All of us played from like as soon as we could walk basically until end of high school or through college, um, whether that's club or just actually for the school team. Um, got recruited for St. Bonaventure, which is D1. Um, most, most people just know us for basketball though, because that's what our, the best program that we have. We don't have football. Um, so got recruited, came in for preseason, did the first, I think it was a month. I did the first, um, all of the whole preseason and like all of the hard parts really is what I did. <laughs> I did all of the preseason um, like two days the whole time, maybe three, whatever we ended up doing. I can't even remember anymore. But did all of that, did the first like scrimmage that we did at Bucknell, I remember. And I just, I mean, people didn't really understand it when I did it. but it, And it was a tough choice, but I just decided not to play anymore. I was severely unhappy, not really an environment that I wanted to stay in. Um, mm, yeah. Just leave it at that, I guess. And um, sure. it, I mean, it was a tough decision at the time, but it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. Probably if That's I true. ever got asked one of the best decisions I've made in my life, it would be that because it opens so many doors. Do you want jobs are, or do you want teams are like full-time jobs? So yeah. I, and I knew that going in. Right. But I think it opened a lot of doors for me to get exposure to other things, especially, you know, figuring out how much I love finance and getting more into that in my free time and extracurriculars. So Definitely thankful people were really people like my, um, family and, you know, obviously the coach really unhappy at the time, didn't really understand it, but people don't need to understand. Um, you just need to, and you need to know when you're making the right choice for yourself. So I knew immediately that it was, you know, what I wanted to do. I've never looked back on it. It's, and a lot of people just don't want to talk about things like that because it's like a perceived failure, but you can quit things and have it be a really good thing. Like quitting shouldn't necessarily have such a a negative connotation. I like will die on that hill because your time's valuable. You can only do so many things. And if something's not right for you and you shouldn't let other people pressure you into doing it because it's what they think you should do. So that's, I mean, I share that story with anyone because I, it was a real turning point for me. um, And it's just a good lesson generally because you shouldn't, you know, let other people dictate what you do and, don't do. Um, And if something's not right for for you and you're unhappy, that's your happiness, your mental health, whatever that always comes first. And even if it's a tough decision, I think sometimes the, the most difficult decisions are the best ones um, when you end up making them and when you look back. So that was my experience with sports. Um, I mean, it was super positive before then I always did travel teams and Olympic development program and traveled all over the place, met all kinds of people through it. So Huge part of my life. Loved it. Made me really happy. Um, but, I mean, at some point, you come to the end of the line. Like, I wasn't going to be playing forever. I wasn't going to be a professional. So, I shifted gears more toward my career. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I I played a little bit in college just for the club teams. But, I, I mean, I would love to get back to it now. It's been how many years? Like, five years, which is crazy. Um, but, I don't know. I... Yeah, that was my experience with it. I guess uh, one month D one athlete. Um, I'm not sure if that's a flex or kind of a self diss, but that is my story on that.
0: Well, I like that flex. No, I think it's cool that you um realized that you weren't happy. What you wanted to do, you didn't. You did what you wanted to do. That's awesome that you figured it out. And like you said, it was the best decision that you made. And I think that was really cool that it, you were like. Like you said, it doesn't have to be a bad thing to quit. If it's you're not happy or if it's not working out, you figured it out. And now, now look at you. Now you're successful in your field and you're progressing towards that. Well, like I mentioned before, you've got like the cool, like Instagram. Like my thing outside of my like normal job and all that stuff, sometimes I think I get too, um, Uh, like sucked into the whole social media vibe. But sometimes I think it's cool. Like I see yours, like your Twitter's awesome uh, and you got the whole Instagram thing. And it's like, I'm still trying to figure out my social media, but then I'm like, you know what? It's not that important.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's what you make of it. Right. I mean, I talk to people outside of finance Twitter and they're like, you've been like, you spent such a disgusting amount of time on there. You're addicted. I'm like, I am. But to be fair, the amount of opportunities I've gotten from leveraging the audience I've created on there is huge. I never would have had any of the opportunities yeah. that or not most of them anyways if I didn't have that platform and if I didn't use it consistently and build a brand. So yeah, social media has, you know, it can be very toxic and there's always going to be downsides to it and it is time consuming, but it's I mean, it's like anything else. It's what you make of it and I've used it in a way that's beneficial for me like professionally and just like socially too. I made a ton yeah. of in person I've gotten to do a lot of really cool things from it so got to go to a Cubs game from people I met there which is always nice. fun um but I, it's yeah I mean you don't want to get too caught up in it you got to realize that that's separate from sort of what's going on in the real world and look up sometimes but if you yep. as long as you kind of keep yourself in check on you know why you're using it, why you're there, and if it's a good use of your time or not. And if you're okay with that, then I think it's, you know, I think it's fine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but that's, again, that's cool that you um, realize early kind of what wasn't working, what you could do, what you wanted to do. Going back to my college days, it's funny because I look back, it's been so long now. I mean, I graduated in 13, but like, I look back and I'm like, man, I had no clue what I was going to be doing. I was just like ready to be done with school. I was... Like I want to work in sports and I got an internship and everything worked out the way it did for a reason. That's like one of the few, like one of the few cliches that I kind of stick by is the everything will happen for a reason or everything does happen for a reason or it'll all work out. But yeah, it's in, it's, it's cool to see the growth, like for me personally, how I've grown from college and what I was trying to do or what I thought I was going to do and where I'm at now. And it's just like, you have to like experience, you know figure it out and experience things and go from there. No,
1: for sure. And nothing ever goes according to plan anyways. So I always think that's funny looking back. I'm such a big planner. Which, you know, seems kind of stupid at some point because not everything's gonna stick to that and you just have to remember that. But yeah, I if I looked back from five years ago, where I'm at now versus what I thought I'd be doing, it's definitely not even yeah. close. Um, for better or worse. But yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think everything does happen for a reason. So keep on keeping on.
0: <laughs> so talking about the Cubs, are you are do you follow the Chicago teams much? Oh, passively.
1: Or? I mean, through social media, I mean I just I I'm in Chicago, so you can only avoid it so much. Um, I've kind of adopted them as my sports teams though, if I had to have a team Um, just because, I mean, I'm from upstate New York, Buffalo Bills territory. I, you got to give it to them when they have a good season, but I was never like a diehard fan as a lot of my friends are from college. That's just full on Bills territory, not a huge football person. So the bears, I guess are like my team, the Cubs, if I had to pick a baseball team, it might be the Cubs, too. Just, I mean, I've been to like some White Sox games, too, but I'm just not as big of a fan. I don't know. I like the atmosphere for the Cubs stadium and just like the yeah. whole, I don't know. I feel like the city sort of rallies around it, too, which is really fun. Um, not that they don't ever with the White Sox. I guess they do, but
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it just seemed like the right choice. I don't know. I haven't been super into it. I want to be. When things open up, I'd... You know, I feel like go to games and follow it a little bit more, though.
0: Um, I saw pictures this morning on social media. They dyed the river green in Chicago, which I know they do for St. Patrick's Day every year. But do you uh, Did you see? I mean, well, you walk like 10,000 steps every morning, right? So you probably saw it by now, right? I <laughs> actually
1: haven't seen it today. I didn't. And to be honest with you, St. Patrick's Day just snuck up on me this year. So it, I it didn't even cross my mind until I saw that this morning. I was like, oh. I guess they would celebrate it today just because it's next week in the middle of the week. Um, I've never seen it, though. I've only been here for a little under two years. And last year, they didn't do it because COVID had just started and they didn't want to promote crowds. So I'm very surprised that they ended up doing it this time around. I like being able to wake up in the morning. My roommate and I, as you know, go for, like, really long, absurdly long walks in the mornings. So that's a super nice start. You know, like, brew some coffee, just go outside and, like, get a couple, like, laps in, get some steps, and just start your day that way. Yeah. It's so relaxing. Yeah. You
0: do get, like, 10,000 laps that are 10,000 steps in the morning, though, right?
1: We've been around, like, between ten and 15,000 probably in the mornings. And that's not like super officially tracked that's just on the like my health app on the iPhones, but we don't really track it that much. You're just basically just getting out and getting going as far as possible. But it's it's just such a nice start to the day. You got some sort of exercise in, but it's not like I mean I played soccer. I used to be able to run a lot, but I am not there anymore. <laughs> so I the walking is much more relaxing and less uh physical strain than like going for a run. So it's a very nice way to start the day. I highly recommend it.
0: There's definitely times, like, I've been trying to be better by going outside. I mean, I usually would take walks throughout the day. Um, and then, of course, the cold and stuff, I would be less likely to get outside as much. But now I'm like, yeah, I need to remember to just go outside, walk around. What's your favorite drink? And what's your favorite to maybe make or mix?
1: Um, So I have a few. I really like anything that's, like... The, the basics are kind of my favorite. So just like a really good Moscow mule. You can do so many variations of those and they're insanely good. So I've been messing around with those a lot. Um, classic gin martini. So easy. It's two ingredients. And then I just put like, I put lemon in mine. I don't like olives really. So that's my go-to. Like if I had to make one real quick, it's just very fast. It never fails you. It's like old faithful. So you can't go wrong. Um, I love that. I, there's a lot of things I've been like experimenting with that are fun, but I, I really like making super sweet drinks. I have a huge sweet tooth, but ironically I also like really sour things, but I have a lot like chocolatey, peanut buttery, caramel tasting things. That's so much fun to make uh, and to mess around with just because it's always going to taste good with what you're putting in. (laughs) Um, So you can't really go go wrong. I like making, I, I, it's kind of just weird, like the garnishes, making them, I'm making everything look very like aesthetic um, presentations, everything, I guess. So for the Instagram account, yeah. at least if you're putting up pictures exactly. like that you want to make it worth looking at. So that's the really fun thing to experiment with. There's some different like bitters and nectars and different specialty types of liquor and liqueurs and things that you can put in for color and. It just tastes really good. So those are fun to mess around with. There's just so many things that you can do. So I'm never going to get, I don't know if I'll ever get totally bored with it because there's so many things I just don't know about and I've never tried. Um, it's yeah. sort of like a dangerous habit in that fact because, I mean, it's alcohol, but I mean, it could be worse, but there's just, it's going to be never ending and it's, there's just so many things to try. So that answer changes a lot as I find new things.
0: Do they have, I mean, I'm sure they do in Chicago, but like. There's like a ton of like breweries and stuff, right?
1: There's a lot of them. I am near one of the Goose Island ones, which is my favorite. They're, their beer is so good. Uh, there's I've, I've been to a few others. There's a lot north of me, kind of closer to Wrigley. Go figure in that area. Yeah. There, there, there's yeah. a huge bar scene up there. It is so much fun. Um, there's a lot of really good stuff there. So there's some breweries too. It's a pretty big beer town, actually, I think. And then there's Milwaukee just north of us. It's like an hour north, right? Like an hour and a half away. I haven't been, but I've been told they have a ton of breweries there too that I'd like to go to. I haven't really hit all of the ones here that I'd like to go to just for the fact that like more than half the time that I've lived here it has been COVID. So I got to get back to it for sure. I have – I've got to make a list because there's just a lot of them. I've probably been to – I don't know, like seven, maybe like five to seven, somewhere around there. But there's just, I keep hearing about more. And I do think they're popping up more in recent years and months too, just because it's gotten more popular. So
0: do you, uh, do you follow the Blackhawks or Bulls at all or watch any of their games?
1: Um, I've been to a Bulls game. Not that they have been really doing that well, um, <laughs> but just to go. Uh, I've been once. I haven't followed the Blackhawks a lot but I've been told their games are so much fun and I'd really like to go. Uh, I just haven't crossed that off the list yet. I've so I've been to White Sox Cubs Bulls I I have like sort of a I guess I don't know a friend is like the the best term but a kid that I used to go to soccer camps with every summer plays plays in the MLS or so for soccer. Um, he doesn't play for Chicago but he plays. Cincinnati maybe um and if he's ever here for a game I mean it's been probably 10 years so it would be very fun to go to like a Chicago Fire game although I know I think that's a little bit ways out of the city I think they're gonna move and start playing downtown maybe if they haven't yet but that's another one I'd like to go to that and the Blackhawks
0: yeah the Blackhawks have been surprisingly good and uh I had Adam Amin, who does the Bulls games on, on well, he does Fox Sports, but then the Bulls games, I had him on the podcast, like, a couple months ago, so that was cool to talk to, but what else did you want to chat about? Oh, we got the time.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you hit it all. I'm not, I wish that I followed sports more closely recently. I definitely did, like, in college, I was, like, diehard, went to every Bonnie's game for basketball, went and watched the A-10s in Brooklyn. That was really fun. Like, and of course, like before college, I followed a lot of like professional soccer and all that, but I don't, I wish that I kept up with it more now. So that, maybe that'll be a mission for me to get more on top of that. I'll watch the March Madness though and get back to you.
0: There we go. Well, uh, I'll get your, uh, I'll get your thoughts on, on all that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to March Madness. No, it's cool though. I like talk, I like chatting with you. The alcohol stuff is fun. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be a sport. I, I, I know like this has primarily been like a sports thing but it's like and at this point like i had um you know you know i don't know if you know uh the comedian martha kelly she um was on the tv show baskets and i talked with her last summer i was like if i could get more celebrities or more more people that aren't even necessarily doing sports stuff that's totally cool so yeah no it was cool chatting with you and uh yeah thanks for making time
1: thanks for having me it was fun Zero. 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 Yeah. Zero.